Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Thank you for making us a part of your day. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. Uh, didn't even think this was going to be a topic today, but, you know, that's the beauty of talk radio. You bring something up, people uh, people want to comment on it. And, hey, I-, I am open to opposition of my opinion. Um, Steven, I appreciate I appreciate he called. All I, all I ask is if you're going to call and disagree, like, hang on and have a conversation. Kind of works better that way. 803-0930, star 930 gets you on the show. Uh, we'll wrap up this minimum, minimum wage talk and then uh, move on to something else. And we're going to take these calls in order. And we will start in North Tonawanda with Dan. Hey, Dan, thanks for hanging on. Hey, no problem. Thanks for taking my phone call. I appreciate it. You know, what? one of the things I just wanted to bring up is I think people are looking at it from the wrong perspective, right? I think when people think minimum wage, they don't think that the people aren't working hard, which is not true. They're, the minimum wage workers work very hard. The, the issue is that people mistake working hard with value. And, and what happens is if you look at it from a, a minimum wage perspective, the reason why it is a lower, lower wage is because, in theory, anybody could do that job. So when it comes to the value that you bring to whatever organization it is, it's the replacement level is not very there's not there's not a big drop off. Let's put it that way. When you go into the comparison, like I, I was talking to the screener, I said, take the NFL for comparison. Right. You have five or six hundred people on the planet that can do what these people do. Their their wages are through the roof because of that specialized skill. You know, one of the things that I really, truly think is a, is a tragedy that happened to our society is the brainwashing that people think that you have to have a college degree to get ahead in life. You know, I mean, you look at, like, the skilled trades that have been decimated over the years, like electricians, carpenters, you know, uh, plumbers, things like that. You know, something that you can do that other people can't, you know, and it's, it's a skilled trade. And the fact that you bring that level of value, the wages come with it. So that's why you see all these people that are coming out of college. Yeah, they've got a degree, but they're a dime a dozen. The value that they bring is not much different than somebody who doesn't. And that's, and that's where... You had mentioned earlier saying that some of these jobs aren't meant to have a living wage, which is partially accurate. You know, it's it's not that they're not meant to have a living wage. It's a meant to get you in the door someplace to work your way up to provide more value to have a living wage. But not to, you know, it, the, the country was founded on the harder you work, the more you're compensated. That's right. That's right, Dan. Uh, well put. Appreciate the call, Dan, in North Tonawanda. And, and yes, I mean, 
there are, as Dan said, there are jobs that you can work it up to a living wage job. Example, let's go back to Bed Bath & Beyond, right? I worked there part-time. When I was a part-time employee at Bed Bath & Beyond, that job was not meant to be a livable wage. I didn't take it as a livable wage job. Bed Bath & Beyond didn't take it as a livable wage job. I was a part-time employee. That job was not meant to be livable wage. Now, I worked my way into a, a, a higher position to a full-time position. Yes, once I took a full-time position, that was then a a, a li- that was then meant to be a livable wage, and I got a livable wage. The I think what I'm failing to say here is I don't think a part-time job, unless in government, uh, I don't think a part-time job is supposed to be a livable wage job. I think that's what I'm trying to say. And if you work part-time, I think $15 an hour is a little steep, especially if you just started. I think that's, I think that's what I've been trying to say for an hour. Most part-time jobs are not meant to be a livable wage job. I worked part-time at WBEN for eight years. It was never my only job, and I never meant it at the time to be a livable wage job. I was working myself up, trying to work my way into a full-time job. That's, I think, the point I'm trying to make. I hope that's a little clear uh, for people out there. Let's uh, go to Gina in Amherst. Gina, thanks for hanging on. Thank you so much. Um, so I, I'm calling in response to... I'm calling in response to Stephen uh, because when you bring history into it, you have to know the full history and you can't just say what represents your what point you're trying to get across. So FDR did um, do the livable wage because obviously during that time there was child labor. Um, there was exploitation of um, labor. Are you there? By yeah. the way? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm just making sure I didn't hear anything. So I'm like, oh, no, am I on? Um, you know, there's there's things that were in place that people were working 16, 18 hours a day, not getting paid for the work that they were doing because they were farmers. So you can bring in the past of FDR and say that people need to do their research, but then you yourself need to do the research because it wasn't that he was saying that there should be a livable wage for all. This was for adult men and women who were working, not teenagers that are working at some fast food restaurant that are still underneath their parents' household that don't have to pay for anything. So when you're going to bring up FDR, you have to know the full scale. And also, kind of similar to what the gentleman before said, you have people that are making $15 an hour flipping burgers when you have those that are risking their lives every single day, firemen, police officers, EMTs, that are barely making above that money. They have to work overtime in order to make that. So this minimum wage thing is a detriment to our society. Um, if you're going to do anything in place, they should have had some sort of clause with it where if you're going to make $15 an hour at McDonald's or at any place, then you need to go through a management program that's going to move you up in the company to become a manager or to become some sort of supervisor. That way there's an attachment to it that they have to better themselves instead of just staying where they're at. Gina, appreciate the call. Thank you. And thank you for the clarification on uh, on Matt's call. Really appreciate it. Gina in Amherst, 803-0930, star 930. I, I, think, I think there's another thing you could do. And, we, and, and this was brought up. This was brought up back when minimum wage was at 725 and New York State first looked to raise it. Minimum wage was 725 and, and New York State raised it. And there were people calling for, um, as Gina said, 
some kind of exception, right? It, for part-time employees, for high school employees, if you're a certain age. And, you know, New York State just it completely ignored it. But I, I think that's a good point. And, and maybe that could be the, the stipulation. Like, okay, minimum wage is $15 if you're a full-time employee. But part-time employees, I, I, I don't think part-time employees should start any higher than nine an hour. It's a part, you're a part-time employee. And again, this isn't some, this isn't close-minded Joe Beamer who's never, this is someone who pieced together three jobs at once. By the way, when minimum wage was nowhere close to where it was now, I pieced three jobs together. It, I didn't, I'm not saying it was, I, I had fun every day. I'm not saying it wasn't difficult on certain days. But I did it, and guess what? It's paid off, and hopefully it's continuing to pay off. But even even then, even 22-year-old Joe Beamer, I don't think would say, oh, I, I deserve a livable wage since I'm only working part-time jobs. I could have left the field. I could have gone and done something else, found a full-time job, fresh out of college. I didn't. I wanted to, I wanted to put everything into this career I did take a break and go work in retail, but I, I wanted to put everything I could and, and try my best and, and build my resume. And you know what? At the end of the day, I would never say that wasn't worth it. And again, I knew what I had to do. I knew I, I, I knew the money I needed and the skill I needed, and I was accomplishing both. And you know what? I, I hate to be the, if I, if I can do it, anyone can do it, but if I can do it, let me tell you. It's doable. <laughs> okay, I guess it's the most I can say. Tom is in Depew. Tom, thanks for hanging on. Yes, how are we doing today? Doing well, Tom. What do you think of minimum wage? Well, I got three quick quick points I'd like to make. First of all, I think it's destroying the middle class. It's simply a means of a uh, tax increase, and you're eliminating jobs. You know, it's a tax increase in that, now, while you're paying somebody more, you're going to take more money from them in income tax. It's destroying jobs because look at every big box store or restaurant or grocery store you go into, there's no more cashiers. They're being replaced by self-checkout because they can't afford to pay cashiers $15 an hour. And then you're destroying the middle class. I make a decent wage, but every for the last couple of years, I'm losing ground to minimum wage, so yeah. my and, real income is dropping. And as minimum wage goes up, Tom, for those jobs that they do that, that they do keep, prices go up because they have to be able to employ now the same amount of people or close to the same amount of people and pay them even more. Uh, so for those of us who didn't get a raise, who you know our, our wage didn't go up with minimum wage, um, now we're paying more for things because as a result of the minimum wage. Tom, appreciate the call. And that's why I say, when the minimum wage gets to $15, $15 won't be what $15 is now. Right? Right now, the minimum wage is 14 Uh-oh. Am I going to look like an idiot? Don't put that in a promo. Uh, right now, the minimum wage is $14.20. $14.20 now is not the same as $14.20 was a decade ago. Now, obviously, inflation is going to happen and prices go up, but... That, to me, seems like forced inflation. And again, you see the result of it. There's no more dollar. And I hate bringing up the dollar mini at McDonald's because, you know. It, it, but when I was in college, 
by the way, and I had a job in college. I was working here. Uh, when I had a job in college, when I worked in, when I was uh, in college, the McDonald's dollar menu was a, a regular for me. Why? Because for four dollars, I could get myself a hot and spicy, a small fry, and a sweet tea. And then after tax, it was right around four bucks. Can't do that now. I think a, a hot and spicy is like three nineteen. That was a dollar. It wasn't that long ago. Thirteen years ago. And you continue raising the minimum wage. I mean, now it's going to be the $5 menu. Um, Ron is in Batavia. Ron, thanks for calling in. Yeah, I'm, uh, the minimum wage I'm, I'm thinking should be around $10. I let the private enterprise uh, dictate what people should be making. Uh, I'm retired, so it doesn't make a, a lot of difference to me. But I do have a part-time job helping me out a little bit. But uh, – the company I used to work for, they used to have a lot of youth and young people working on weekends and things. They don't hire them anymore because they can't afford them. They're hiring 30-year-olds who can get more productivity out of them. So, uh, and that's huge. I think young people are losing the job. And the last point, I guess, is the government wants everybody making the same. The minimum wage is ultimately going to be the maximum wage. And they want to control society that way. It's it's going to be crazy, and it's I think it's coming. Hey. Everyone's going to they want everybody to have the same the same mortgage, the same car payment, everything. Yeah, they want us all in the same block. Ron, if it's what they want or not, the higher you get the minimum wage, the more cl- uh, close to reality that last statement is. Ron, appreciate the call. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not if they want it or not. The more you raise minimum wage, the more you're going to have everyone making around the same wage. And, and again. I'm going to go back to, and this is my comment when I talk about unions, where's the incentive? My incentive to, to work my, my hardest, to, to come up with topics that will get people to listen and call in, my incentive is, well, when, when it's time to renegotiate, when it's time to, to back, uh, back at the negotiation table, I want my employer to want to pay me more money, Right. If that wasn't the case, if I was just going to wait for, well, you know, New York State's going to raise my, my wage next year, well, then you know what? Productivity suffers. I'm not going to say I would because I love what I do. But if, a, if your job is just a job to you and you know, regardless, you're going to get a raise next year, how hard are you working? It's, 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 my, it's my big thing when we talk unions, and I know I upset a lot of people, so I'm, I'm not getting into union talk today. But it's the same thing, and it's the same thing when raising the minimum wage. If you know you're going to get a raise next year, regardless of what you do, regardless, uh, you know, as long as you just don't get fired. So, you know, as long as I don't lose the FCC license, I'll get a raise next year. Well, how hard am I going to work? Am I coming in two hours before the show to put the show together? No, I'm probably coming in at, you know, 15 minutes before I turn the mic on. So where's the incentive? Right now, our incentive to work, Tanner's incentive to work and do a good job, Puckett's incentive to work, is to get a raise. It's to start making, it's to make more money. That, that's most people's incentive to work harder. I mean, again, I love my job. I, I wouldn't do it for free because I have a kid and that wouldn't be fair to him. But I, I, I love my job, right? I work hard because I want people to enjoy what's coming out of their radio when I'm in this chair. But yes, I also want to be able to have something to point to when it's time to renegotiate. And that is an incentive for most people when they walk in the door. The reason they go to work is to get a paycheck. And the reason they work as hard as they do is to either get overtime to get more money and or so they can get a raise 
at their end-of-the-year review. I, I, and again, minimum wage is being decided by people who can vote on their own wage increase. So, you know, the more time you spend in government, the more disconnected from reality you are, the more reality is fuzzy. And again, I think this is another example of this, just like Supervisor Culpa saying, hey, a couple hundred dollars isn't going to have people moving away. I think it's just being removed from reality, and it's that time in government. And again, I'll go back to that's why I think we should have term limits. Because this is, this is true on the left and the right. This is not a one-side-only thing. The longer people spend in politics, the more disconnected they are from the reality that you and I live every day. Let's go to Bill in Amherst. Bill, thanks for hanging on. Hey, good afternoon, Joe. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well, Bill. What's your thoughts on this minimum wage thing? Well, I agree with you, and I disagree with you, because we're right now you're talking minimum wage in New York State. But that's not the same minimum wage that they have in, for instance, our neighbor, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's minimum wage, because I'm originally from there and I still have family down there, is still at the federal rate of $7.25 an hour, as opposed to $15 an hour that it's going to be here in New York. I, I think they should raise it in Pennsylvania, but at the same time, I'm tired of seeing it going up in New York. If they're raising minimum wage so that everybody can have a living wage, then why do I have to go in and pay a tip to a, you know, for some place, for something that I do myself, why do they turn around that tip when they're getting $15, $17 an hour? Because I know there's fast food places that, are tr- that pay their employees 17 bucks an hour. Why do I have to pay a tip on top of that? I don't like minimum wage. I understand what it was originally intended for, but it doesn't seem to be that anymore. So I, 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 I'm very frustrated. People are moving out of New York. I'm thinking of moving out again, and like I said, I'm not originally from here, but I've been here almost 40 years. I can't afford it anymore, you know? Yeah, and Bill, you make a great point that I should have said at the beginning. The federal minimum wage is still 725, and there's many states, as you said, that still observe that 725 minimum wage. And I would love to talk to employees in those states who started at minimum wage, who have worked themselves up to a livable wage without the state getting in the way. I'd like to hear the differences between the employees and the employers in those states. I think it'd be very interesting. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. I wish there would be some way we could set something like that up, you know? Yeah. Hey, Bill, appreciate the call. Got to hit a break here. Bill in Amherst, 803-0930, star 930. One thing before we do hit that break, someone said, Joe, you have to have some respect for inflation, $9. My, my $9 comment was, how about we have a different minimum wage for part-time employees? Because that's really what it's coming down to. Part-time employees starting at $15 as someone who works a part-time job. I, I I don't think $15, a, a part-time job is either a high school or college student or someone who's just trying to supplement their their main job. I, I don't think you need to start a part-time job the same as a full-time job. I really don't. I think that that's a big difference. And I think employers, I think that's where you could have a compromise. Again, I don't think $15 should be the minimum wage. I I, I think, you know... Again, incentive to work yourself up to a higher wage, but let's at least compromise.
could we have part-timers starting at 9 or $10 an hour instead of the same 15 They asked for it when New York State first went away from the federal 725. I've never heard anyone talk of that again, but I think it's a fair point to bring up. 803-0930, star 930 gets you on. I did not realize this was going to be a uh, such a hot topic. Someone also on the text board, Joe, didn't even realize this was happening next year. All right, well, good. I, I, if one person tuned in and learned something today, I've done my job. There's that incentive we're talking about. 803-0930, star 930. I'll keep talking about it uh, until you want to stop. I've got some other things to talk about, but this is getting some good reaction, and we're getting opinions from both sides of the argument, and that is what I love. I love to hear all opinions, so please, 803-0930, star 930. If you heard Steven and said, yeah, I want to hear more people like Steven's opinion, well, why don't you call in? We can have a conversation. I want to hear all sides of this. 803-0930, star 930. It's Beamer in for Bowerly. It is starting to freeze in the studio here on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEM. On the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, someone says, Joe, I disagree. Part time having a smaller wage. They're doing the same work as a full time employee just because they are not full time doesn't mean they should not get paid the same. Texture, you make a point that I don't disagree with you. However, that is the reality. If you go anywhere where you have, again, I'll go back to Bed Bath and Beyond because that's where my experience is. If you have someone who's a part-timer and someone who is a full-timer, that full-timer is making more money than the, part, than the part-timer. They're making a higher hourly wage. You know, the part-timer is just there for four or five hours, maybe three or four days a week. The full-timer is there 40 hours a week, if not more, 
they have a hot, they're making more an hour, and you're right, they're doing the same, the same work. I just think there has to be a compromise somewhere. Maybe that's not the best, because uh, the text brings up a great point. And, you know, an employer can pay more than the minimum wage. Like, if you think a part-timer is doing a really good job, you can give them a, a raise. I just think there should be a compromise where New York State says, okay, for part-time employees, the minimum wage is lower. Because most part-time employers are not working there for a livable wage. Again, I'll go back to my experience if you're just joining us so it doesn't sound insensitive. For two years, I, I pieced three jobs together. None of them were a livable wage. But, I, I, but together, I got it done. Yeah, I worked 14 hours a day, but guess what? I got the resume builder. I worked my way into two career paths. Thankfully, this is the one working out now. And I didn't need, I didn't need New York State's help. 803 star 930 talking about minimum wage, if you're just joining us. The minimum wage here in New York State is going up 80 cents uh, to $15 an hour starting January 1st. Personally, and again, someone who has worked minimum wage jobs uh, for a good par- part of his working life, right, uh, through high school, through college, and I've, had a, I've worked at least two jobs since I was 20, and that's not a complaint. I, I, I love doing that. I love having the extra money. Um, I just don't think that minimum wage, the way it's set, should be a livable wage. Uh, again, I think, and when I say minimum wage, I think part-time jobs. I don't think they. Sh- I think a lot of people who work a minimum wage job are either high school or college students, or again, someone supplementing their income. I've gotten a lot of texts from people who work part-time jobs supplementing their income. Uh, so I just don't think New York State should say, okay, we're forcing you to spend fifteen an hour. Because in the long run, that's taking jobs away from New York State. Because now, if you work, again, I'll, I'll use the retail example just because that's my experience. If you work retail and usually you have four people on the floor, well, now 15 hours of the week, we're only going to have three people on the floor. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're, gonna, they're going to cut those hours because either that or raise their product more. And when you're talking about a lot of these places, they don't have any room to raise their product more. Uh, or they'll be in danger of closing their doors. 803-0930, star 930. Matt and Clarence has been very patient. Matt, thanks for hanging on. We're only going to have three people on the floor. Hello? Well, that was me. Matt, if you hear me, call back. We lost you. Melissa in Orchard Park. Melissa, thanks for hanging on. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Melissa. What do you think about all this? So I feel like I have quite the perspective from a lot of different angles. Um, I have three kids, uh, 14, 16, and 17, that all work at the same restaurant. Um, I would consider it a fast food restaurant. They don't serve any of the um, patrons, and it does not have a drive through but I would still consider it a fast food place. Um, they all started making minimum wage, but they get tips, and with tips, Sometimes they're making up to $17 an hour, which to me just seems crazy. That seems like a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and now they're going to be raising it to $15 an hour. And I can't even imagine what they're going to be bringing home um, for, you know, my 14-year-old is cleaning tables and taking out garbages. <laughs> he can't even do any of, like, the hard work, if you want to call it hard work there. Um so that's my one point of view. Um, and then my other point of view is that we were putting into perspective for my daughter who's 17. 
She's been there for a little over a year, and she works very hard picking up extra shifts. And she just made her way up to like fifteen thirty-five, so she's making almost, you know, a dollar more an hour than she was when she started, which gives her incentives to want to work harder. But now her brothers, who haven't done that, are going to be making fifteen dollars an hour in just a month. So that stinks for her as well. Yeah, it takes away that incentive. Like, I did all this hard work, and now you're catching up to me. Exactly. So, you know, she's like, oh, this is great. You know, minimum wage is going up. And we kind of, like, said to her, yeah, it's great, except for you, who worked really hard to, you know, get to that amount of money. So that's that's my one thing. And then, obviously, if these young kids are making this much money, my my next point of view is that my husband and I both own our own small businesses. And I can tell you over the past um, four years, um, and I hate to bring up COVID, but I will say prior to COVID, we were starting unskilled employees at $16.50 an hour. And it was a good going rate within the industry of my husband's business. We have the same level of people coming in and they're asking for between 20 and $25 an hour now. Wow. And it is just becoming unsustainable as an employer. You know, their, their skills are not more, but, but they're definitely asking for more. So, so I think that, you know, my 14 year old who right now is walking out of there sometimes making $17 an hour you know, he's not going to leave a job like that and not demand to me as a small business owner what seems like an unrealistic amount of money. Yeah, for sure. Now, let me ask you, when the minimum wage does go up, do you have to cut, you know, cut jobs, cut uh, hours uh, at the kind of job that you own? So I will say that for me myself, I'm a sole proprietor. Um, but I will never make up the amount. I can never increase my money as quickly as the state is increasing the minimum wage. So for me, um, you know, I just have to take it for what it is. As far as my husband's job, um, I will say that we've had a very hard time because these people that are requesting $20, $25 an hour with, with honestly not, not very much skill to offer, they don't even stick around longer, long enough for us to really train them and teach them the trade. Um, so we're just in general having a very hard time keeping employees. Melissa, final question. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best, where does New York fall on business, uh, on being business friendly? Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm definitely going to say low, very low. The, I'm sorry, you said one being the best? No, one the being the worst. Yeah, I'm going to go like maybe a one or two. It, they make it very, very hard. Um, you know, we've been doing our own businesses for a very long time, and it is just consistently getting harder. And I will say that um, this is probably going to be one of our best years um, as far as my husband's company goes. And we already are getting notices from um, our person doing our taxes saying, yeah, if, if, you, if you end your year on an up note, which this would be the first year in six years, we're already going to be put into a bracket where they're going to start requesting more money from us from the state.
Wow, wow. Well, Melissa, thank you. That yeah. is a very interesting perspectives perspectives uh, that you're able to give. Really appreciate the call. <laughs> Melissa in Orchard Park, 803-0930, star 930. Matt and Clarence is back with us. Hey, Matt, thanks for calling back in. Hey, no problem. Sorry about that. I think I got disconnected. Not a problem. Um, I, I heard myself speak and I hung up, Matt. That could have just been on our end. So well, I'll take the blame. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, I just want to piggyback on that last call. Um, I just that wasn't what I called in originally about, but saying that business has been hard and the last couple of years have been so bad. But then she said last year has been our best year that we've had in a long time. So I, I'm not sure what the what what the. I think she meant since the dip of COVID, but I could have I could have misinterpreted uh, that. Um, but no, the, the reason I was calling is because um, if you adjust for inflation, you had mentioned this um, in 1970, the minimum wage was a dollar sixty. Um, if that's adjusted for inflation to the present day, it's around $13. So it's, as far as going to $15, it's not far off uh, from what inflation would bring it to. Um, and I think your point after that, after hearing inflation, was to say that that part-time should be exempted um, from that minimum wage. I think that the big issue you're going to run into if you do things like exemptions for certain classes of employees is that, companies are going to work around that. So there's going to be, you know, instead of hiring five full-time workers, you'll hire six workers that are one hour below the, whatever the state definition of full-time is to avoid that. People are already doing that with things like health insurance mandates and things like that. So, and Matt, here you go. And then if, if that's the case, then, and I don't mean to talk over you, I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. But oh, if, no if that's the case, then, then you know, if that was me, if, if Odyssey came to me and said, hey, Joe, you're working 39 hours a week now because we don't want to pay you full time. Well, I'm, I'm, then I'm a free agent. I'm going to look for another job. You know, I mean, eventually businesses are not going to be able to do that because the turnover is going to be uh, very difficult to handle. Right. And I think that that's part of the issue that the woman before me was talking about. I think... Every study that's ever been done about minimum wage says that raising the minimum wage is actually great for the economy. Um, it's it's pretty much unanimous. Um, it, it does wonderful things. And and the thing is, she kind of made a point that I was going to make, which was, yeah, what, when you raise the minimum wage for those workers that maybe right now are making $10 an hour that will go to 15 that raises everyone's wages because now the person making 16 is going to demand more because – of the fact that the unskilled trades or the unskilled labor are making, you know, a higher wage. But so not I necessarily. Think that that, it raises all boats. But not necessarily, because if you're raising the minimum wage employees to $15, unless you're going to now price your, your products higher and then give everyone else a raise, at the end of the day, Matt, what, what, what was fourteen twenty yesterday is now $15 today. Did you really get a raise? I, I don't think that it, that those have to go hand in hand, though, because right now the economy is booming. I mean, as, as far as GDP, as far as everything going, while all these minimum wages are being raised across the country, I, I don't necessarily think that. I mean, when the economy booms, you don't need you, you don't need to raise prices like that, and, and you are. And right now there's inflation, but in the U.S., inflation isn't even that bad. But compared to the rest of the world. I'm just looking at the last 10 years, right? Let's not, not even the last two right. years. Last 10 years, again, I'll use my McDonald's example. I was able to get a hot and spicy, a small fry, and a sweet tea for $3.50. Uh, you can't get one of those items now for three fifty. Uh, I, I would have to say a lot of that has to do with the slow raising of the minimum wage. When I was in college, minimum wage was seven twenty-five. dollars uh, you know, So uh, eventually, 
Um, everything is going to come catching up to where what was seven twenty-five in twenty ten is closer to fifteen dollars today. And I think you can point to minimum wage. I will also say I realize that you know the markets are looking good and the, the economy's up. I'm making more money today than I've ever made in my life, and it doesn't seem to have as much money in my pocket as I did uh, even five, six years ago. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more on that. And I think that, and and the issue is that's. It, the inflation is a global effect. It's not right now the entire minus third world countries, the entire G7 is suffering from massive inflation. It has nothing to do with the American minimum wage. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, yes, I, I, I completely I, I completely understand that. I'm just saying when we talk minimum wage, Matt, locally, statewide, I, I do think there has to be some kind of compromise. And, and again, I will just take it from my experience working at a job that employ, employed a lot of minimum wage people. When the minimum wage goes up, the amount of hours that company has to employ people goes down. So in the long run, you're actually giving people less money and you have less opportunities for employment. Hey, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing people to call in that disagree and, and giving giving people the voice. It's it's refreshing. And and. That's all. I've been I've been listening for a little bit now, and that's all. I just wanted to say thank you as Matt, well. Matt, get the word out there, and please, always call in. I, I love the back and forth. I'm, I'm glad that you're not like Stephen and, and hung right up. I love having the back and forth, and I uh, look forward to talking to you. All right. Thank See you, you. That is Matt and Clarence. Marcus in Middleport will be the final call on this. Marcus, thank you so much for hanging on. Yeah, hello. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Marcus. Um, good. Uh, this thing about minimum wage um, – like you said, um, it should be um, it shouldn't be a lifetime uh, endeavor. It was never meant to be. But um, when I started out in the '80s, late '80s, um, I had a minimum job, minimum wage job, and I joined I, I joined the Air Force in '87, '88. It went from you know Lackland out to Chinook Air Force Base in Illinois. I worked as an uh, instrumentation tech on the aircraft, and, and the wages is not what it used to be because I have a, I have a nephew. I was trying to hook, uh, try to get him a job at the Naval Yard in New York City. And I couldn't believe how much these young people receive. I mean, on a minimum wage back in 86, 87, when I got my driver's license, I was driving a 14-year-old Dodge Dart. I had it insured. I filled it with gas. I had everything. To, you know, you can't drive without insurance. I had everything. Joined the service. Went from there. Went to Rome Air Force Base and finished up in uh, uh, Syracuse Air National Guard over 12 years in. But I don't see what future you got because the value of the money, like I use the phrase, is almost see-through. You go to the store, you got $50, you come up with nothing. I've never seen it so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus, uh, the, uh, that, dollar is, that dollar does not get you what it used to. <laughs> no. <laughs> and one more thing, sir. How do the people in California make it? Because they got minimum wage too, but that place was always outrageous. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. I'll tell you this: it's a great question, but uh, some some days I question why I live in New York. I don't think I'll ever uh, be living in California. But thank you for the call, Marcus in Middleport. You know, I, I remember the uh, the McDonald's commercial. I, I, I keep on going back to McDonald's, and I apologize. Uh, but there was that commercial where it was, you know, what can you get for a dollar? And you know, they went went to all these places, and this guy could get, you know, like a he got a, 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 a plastic bag. Oh, sorry, not New York State, but a plastic bag with a dollar and like a little soldier toy with a dollar. But went to McDonald's, he was able to get a McDouble for a dollar. The McDouble. Here's, here's, where the, here's how ridiculous prices have gotten in the last decade. The McDouble was made 
just so they could sell a smaller double cheeseburger on the dollar menu. The McDouble still still exists today, and it's $1.99. That just tells you, and again, I think a lot of factors play into it. I think one of those things here in New York State could be the minimum wage going up, or I could be completely wrong. Uh, but I appreciate the calls. I appreciate the text. Uh, it's always, I, I know one thing. If I talk minimum wage or unions, I will get people from both sides of the argument calling in. And that is, uh, it's, I, I, I'm glad we um, were able to do that. I'm glad we have so many people tuned in. All right. When we come back, we're going to go in a different direction. I have so much things I wanted to get into. And we didn't even get to one of them because we started talking minimum wage, which is great. I'm so glad that we did. Uh, but there's a few things I want to bring up when we come back. I might throw like two or three topics at you. The first one is 66 cents for a postage stamp. I just learned that today. 66 cents for a postage stamp. Are you getting priced out of sending your holiday cards? I think my wife and I just sent our last holiday cards ever. No, we we didn't talk about that. Probably not. But we sent less Christmas cards this year, and it cost us $40 to send 60 Christmas cards. The USPS isn't even necessary anymore. Yes, I'm daring to ask the question. Is the USPS even necessary and 66 cents a stamp come on that's absolutely ridiculous i thought the post office wasn't in the uh i, I thought the post office wasn't meant to make money uh 803 star 930 back after this we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 